for this podcast, I want to give a shout out to Jeff Malone. Friends, this is a brother in Christ who is on fire for the Lord. I've been blessed to be around him now for several years, and it's been such an honor to walk with Christ alongside Jeff and to do life together. I appreciate so much about Jeff that it's really hard to articulate it here in just a few short sentences, but hear my heart. If the world was filled with more people like Jeff, the world would be a better place. Jeff has poured into me, and for that, I am grateful. Jeff, I love you, brother. Thank you for being you, and thank you for everything that you have done for me and my family. Recently, I came across an article that caught my eye. It was a headline that said Bill and Melinda Gates were getting divorced. The article included this tweet from Bill, which incidentally Melinda tweeted the exact same thing. It said, After a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage. Over the last 27 years, we've raised three incredible children and build a foundation that works all over the world to enable all people to lead healthy, productive lives. We continue to share a belief in that mission and will continue our work together at the foundation, but we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in this next phase of our lives. We ask for space and privacy for our family as we begin to navigate this new life, Melinda Gates and Bill Gates. So I don't know Bill and Melinda Gates, but I can honestly say I was so sad to see this headline and read this article. Friends, marriage is under attack in our world and culture. And if you ask me, the enemy is winning and I'm completely sick of it. I personally already failed one marriage and now in my second marriage I realize it takes very hard work and it's not always easy. Relationships of any kind take work. They should be a two-way street. A famous scripture often shared at weddings comes from 1 Corinthians and it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it's not self-seeking and it's not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects it always trusts always hopes and always perseveres and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I believe those verses may be worthy of a deeper study on our part, a longer reflection, and specifically if we're married. Time and prayer with the Father asking Him for guidance in how and what they truly mean. Proverbs 7, in its entirety, is a story about an adulterous woman, or prostitute, who seduces a man into her bedroom. She appears to the man as he walks the streets and woos him to come into her home to sleep with her. Now then, my sons, listen to me. 
Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart turn to her ways or stray into her paths. Many are the victims she has brought down. Her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is a highway to the grave, leading down to the chambers of death. That comes from verses 24 to 27 in Proverbs 7. See, if our guard is not up, all it could take is one wrong misstep and some poor decision-making, and this could happen to me or you. Listen to these verses in 21 to 23. It says, With persuasive words she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. All at once he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter, like a deer stepping into a noose till an arrow pierces its liver, like a bird darting into a snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. I encourage you to read this powerful proverb sometime and pray about it. Reflect on it. You might be saying, come on Brent, I'm not going to engage with a prostitute or cheat on my wife. I realize that and that's not what I'm talking about. It could be your colleague, your neighbor, your old girlfriend from high school you reconnected with on the Facebook or Instagram. All I'm saying is, is we take heed to the words of Proverbs 7. Let me close with this. I am deeply troubled by the way the enemy is defeating marriage. I recently heard about a man in a leadership role in my community that had an affair and is now being removed from his role and without a doubt is being judged for his actions by the entire community. His wife filed for divorce. But when I first heard about it, I was simply saddened. Why? Because the enemy won again. And he will continue to win until men and women step up and suck it up and put in the hard work, the selfless work. You know, God designed marriage a specific way, and He also designed men and women very uniquely. The blueprint for marriage is in the pages of the Bible that most don't read, unfortunately, and do a deeper dive on. Why? Well, there's lots of reasons for that, but what's sad to me is how divorce continues to break apart families, and as a worldview, we embrace blended families as normal and a host of other things as well. Personally, I'm very convicted to try to get my second marriage right so that I can glorify God. It's not about making me happy, uh, especially when the going gets tough that I run for the hills and quit. No, it's supposed to be about glorifying Him, period. So even though I am a flawed man and I'm not perfect in my marriage, I'm working toward being as much like Jesus as I possibly can be. So I just want you to know I'm praying for you and your marriage if you are married. And I'm praying you can do the selfless work. Until next time, be blessed.